Shabbat Shalom, my brothers and sisters in the assembly. Today, we give honor and glory to our Abba Yahuwah for his many blessings. And we are so thankful that we are once again able to gather on this holy day of Shabbat to praise and worship our loving Abba. Dealing with doubt, my beloved brethren, which is the topic of our lesson for today, is, I would say, a normal experience that we usually deal with from time to time in our life. When we do not know or are not sure of something is when we usually have, what, doubts. And if we are being honest with ourselves, it's something that we even struggle with. So it's normal as human to experience. And because we're humans, we're not perfect. So we have our flaws. And sometimes we make bad judgment in our life. But the question now is this. How must we handle our doubts, especially when it comes to our faith? How must we deal with these doubts? And how can we see these doubts as opportunities for our growth? Because doubts not handled properly can slowly deplete our faith and even corrupt our soul. If we do not deal with them right away, that is why it is important as disciples or followers of Yahusha that we deal with our doubts timely and effectively. Because if we don't, it may affect our service to Yahuwah and Yahusha weakening our faith, and even endangering our rights to receive salvation on the second return of our King. So brethren, may we all take something from our lesson today so we, we may learn effectively how to deal with and handle doubts when they come into our life. So let us first find out then, what is doubt according to the Holy Scriptures? We'll begin our studies by reading the book of James, chapter 1. The verse is 6 down to 8. But when he asked, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded man, unstable in all he does. What is doubt according to the Holy Scriptures? It is when we do not believe at all what Yahuwah says. We should never second guess or even have even just a little bit of doubt when it comes to what Yahusha says, beloved brethren. Now, of course, there's always a what? condition when we ask for something from Yahuwah. But if we are living in the will of Yahuwah, transforming our lives through the teachings and words of our loving Abba, then there should be no reason why we should have doubts at all when we ask of something from our Father in heaven, as long as it does not go against His will. So when we ask of something in our prayer, we must believe and not doubt. What is one kind of doubt? The Bible says, when we do not fully believe all aspects of what Yahuwah says. What they're lacking to? Like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. On the opposite side, it's like a person who is what? Gullible. Who believes everything someone says, even if not true at all. And what is another kind of doubt? 
It is one who does not believe at all or all the time. What does the Bible call them? Double-minded and unstable in all his ways. They can't make up their mind. What must we strive as, the, as to achieve as people of Yahuwah? We must remove doubt from our life and do not, and not be undecided. In other words, we must strive, beloved brethren, to believe fully what Yahuwah says all of the time, or else we will not receive anything from Yahuwah. But as we have mentioned in our introduction of our lesson, doubt is about a normal what? Human experience. Why is that? Where did doubt come from? And who was the one who introduced doubts to the world in the first place? Let us find out here in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, the verse is 1. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals Yahuwah God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from the, any tree in the garden? Who was the one that introduced doubts to the world? None other than Satan, Shatan himself, the great deceiver, father of lies, and the enemy of our faith. So here we have once again the interaction between Eve, the first woman on earth, and Satan. And in their interaction, Eve was telling Satan that they can eat all of the fruits of the trees in the garden, except for that what is in the what, middle of the garden, which is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. What question did he ask or what was said to the woman by the devil? Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? You see there, brethren? So what is Satan? That is what Satan's good at. He takes the same command of Yahuwah, so it may sound the same, and twist it to his own evil scheme. That's how he gets us, beloved brethren. So if our faith is unstable, then we can what? Be easily deceived by the devil. What happened after Adam and Eve doubted God? They ate the forbidden fruit and mankind was appointed to die because of their sin from then on. Hence, as we all know, sin entered the world and because of it, all that came from Adam and Eve received the same curse. Doubting God can bring much suffering in our life. As human beings, we are sometimes overtaken by doubt. And here are some examples of Yehovah's people. And as we go through them, beloved brethren, ask yourself this. Did I also say, face the same kind of doubts as these people of God did? Beside Adam and Eve in the Old Testament, who else experienced some doubt? Asaph was one. We learned about him last week. A loyal servant of God who wrote, who wrote most of the book of, the book of Psalms. He doubted the righteousness of God. Why? Because he was noticing how the proud and wicked people was prospering. While he, who was faithful and obedient to Yahuwah, was what? Suffering. Do we ask that to ourselves sometimes? Why wicked people are suffering, are being blessed and not us? Loyal servants of God. King David. 
doubted that he would survive all alone in the wilderness, being hunted by Saul and his men. He doubted that Yahuwah would able to what? Protect him. Abraham and Sarah. We know about their stories, brethren. Even in laughter, they doubted the promise of Yahuwah. That they will have what? A child because of their old age. And Elijah, the great prophet of God. At one time in his life, doubted that he will be able to defeat himself, all of the prophets of King Ahab and Jezebel. We know about his story. He even says, I am the only prophet left, and now they are trying to kill me too. So he was physically and emotionally drained. So he doubted the power of Yahuwah. As you can see, brethren, all the servants of God, they doubted too. But at the end, they overcame. Because of their faith. How about in the New Testament? Who are examples in the New Testament of people of Yahuwah who experience doubt? Here in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, the verse is 2 to 3. John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciple to ask Yahusha, are you the Messiah we've been expecting? Or should we keep looking for someone else? Who is an example in the New Testament of people of Yahuwah who experienced doubt? John the Baptist. We all know who John the Baptist was. Who was he once again? The one appointed to preach righteousness in order to prepare the way for our King Yahusha. And how did he preach? Boldly, without fear. And what did he also preach? That Yahusha is the Messiah. But what happened after he was taken to prison? He sent his disciples to Yahusha to ask him if he was really the Messiah, doubting the existence of our king. So even John the Baptist, the one appointed to preach the coming of Messiah, experienced some doubt. Even when our king was already here on earth. But do you know? How other religious leaders also nowadays show doubts of the existence of our king, brethren? How? By not being satisfied that we already have our own true king here on earth, which is Yahusha. So they give the authority to someone else here on earth and believes that they have to have their permission, have to get their permission from this individual or leader in order to serve God. If that is not doubting the existence of Yahuwah, our king, I don't know what is, brethren. For Yahusha says, I, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We have our king here now, my beloved brethren. So don't, never doubt that. Who also experienced some doubt. Let us continue. The book of Matthew chapter 14. The verse is 29 to 31. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat walked on the water and came toward Yahusha. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Yahusha reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Who also experienced some doubt? The apostle Peter. When did he doubt? 
right after a great demonstration of faith. How? By walking on water. What caused him to doubt? When the wind made him afraid. There are many things in this life that we may also cause us to be to doubt, brethren, right? So the question now is this. Will your faith remain strong even when we face the winds of adversities and trials in our life? Or will also be afraid and sink? Just like the Apostle Peter who walked on water with Yahusha. He demonstrated great faith in the beginning. That's why he was able to walk in water. But what happened? When the high winds and waves came, he became afraid and began to sink. Now we may say now also, yes, brother, I am very faithful member of the assembly. We'll always worship and continue to learn the will of Abba. Demonstrating our faith just like the Apostle Peter in the beginning. But can we still say that in a few years from now when we have gone through many adversities and trials in our life? Ask yourself that, my beloved brethren. For it is much better to finish with a stronger faith than to start with it than weaken at the end of our life. So let us maintain that strong faith so that we will not be, be overcome by doubts in our life. What was not fully believed by the disciples of Yahusha? Now, these are the disciples of Yahusha who saw our king after he was resurrected. What were their doubts? Here, the book of Luke, chapters 24, 36 to 38. While they were still talking about this, Yahusha himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts rise in your minds? What was not fully believed by the disciples of Yahusha? They doubted that Yahusha would be resurrected like he said he would. Why did they doubt? Because it sounded too good to be true. And rightfully so. Because they saw Yahusha die in the cross. But they have forgotten what Yahusha have been telling them all along since the beginning. They were with him. So they didn't take to heart the teachings of our king. Brethren, in the assembly of Yahusha, may we take heart. Every teaching and every word we hear in our worship service and in our Bible studies. Just like our past lesson, these are the words of Yahuwah. The seed that we should allow to fully grow in our hearts. To transform us so that even when doubts come into our life, it may not affect us at all. Yes, many of the promises of Yahuwah and Yahusha may sound too good to be true. But they are true nonetheless. And we must fully believe all the time. Set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. Brethren, are we going to lose hope and doubt the first sign of adversity in our life? Throughout the Bible, many of people God experienced doubt from time to time. Doubt is a normal part of our growth and journey. 
you might even say that doubts are the growing pains of our faith. However, what must we never allow? Do not, do not, my beloved brethren, let doubt defeat us. Instead, we must learn how to effectively deal with our doubt. How then can we effectively deal with our doubts? That question will be answered by our brother who will continue our lesson. That is my part, my beloved brethren. Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. The experience of doubt is a normal human experience. If you are a human being, from time to time, it is but normal for us to experience doubts in our minds that may affect even our faith. As a matter of fact, even the great people of God, the heroes of faith that we read about in the Holy Bible, also experience doubt from time to time, including the great John the Baptist, the apostles themselves, who witnessed Yahushua himself walk on earth and teach to them face to face. And so it is a human experience. It is a normal experience to experience doubt. However, what we need to do is to learn how to overcome doubt. So how do we do that? How must we deal with doubt so that it doesn't overcome us? Instead, we are able to grow from doubt into becoming more mature in our faith. Let's continue our studies in the book of Mark, chapter 9, 23 to 24. What do you mean if I can? Yahusha asked. If anything is possible, if a person believes, the father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. What must we understand about those who experience doubt from time to time? In fact, doubt is a good sign. Because when a person doubts, it means he has initial faith. After all, a person who never has initial faith, they will not doubt in the first place. For example, a person who does not believe in God, well, they will not doubt God. But a person who initially believes in God experiences doubt from time to time. And so what do we need to do when we are in this experience of doubting Yahuwah or doubting Yahusha? We need to address the doubts that we experience in our life. Now, who is an example of one who addressed his doubts? This father of a person, a father of a person who was sick. And so he brought his child to the disciples, but the disciples were unable to heal him. And so Yahushua comes into the scene and Yahushua says to him, anything is possible if a person believes. And so in response, to that statement from our King Yahushua, what does the father say? The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. You see, the father was authentic about himself. He knew there were doubts in his mind. And so what did he do with his doubts? He did not ignore his doubts. That's the first thing we need to understand. When we experience doubts in our life, we must not ignore them. Because when we ignore doubts that come into our minds, it will end up depleting and destroying our faith. But when we address the doubts that we have, it will deepen our faith. So how can doubts end up deepening our faith? The Father, speaking to our King Yahushua, says, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. 
That's the first step, beloved brethren, when it comes to dealing with our doubts. We need to bring our doubts to our king. We need to pray to our king, Yahushua, and ask him to help us overcome our unbelief or help us overcome our doubts. And you know what? Our king, Yahushua, has the power to transform our doubts so that it can lead to a stronger faith, a more mature trust in our father, Yahuwah, and king, Yahushua. And so what must we do so that Yahushua can transform our doubts into a deeper faith? Let's read what it says in the book of 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 17. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. What must we do? As we work through our doubts with the help of our King Yahushua, so that our doubts can be stepping stones into a stronger, more robust faith. Bible says we need to embrace our new identity in Christ Yahushua. You see, when we trust Yahushua, when we were baptized into his body, we have a new identity. What is that new identity? We now become parts of the body of Yahushua. And so our identity now is with our king Yahushua. This we must embrace fully. However, when we were baptized or born again into the body of our king Yahushua, sometimes our thinking needs to catch up with our identity. Isn't that true? And so when a person begins to doubt, what is that a sign of? A person who doubts it's a, is actually a sign that his thinking is now catching up with his identity. And so what must be our firm resolve when we experience doubt? We need to see things from the point of view of our King Yahushua. After all, he is now the head or parts of his body. And so we need to learn to think from his point of view. Because from the point of view of our King Yahushua, the events that happen in our life has a purpose. And when we understand that purpose, when we see the perspective of our King Yahushua, not from our own human point of view, then everything is going to lead us to grow in our faith. Because his thinking is different from our thinking. When our King Yahushua once announced to his disciples, I'm going to go to Jerusalem to suffer and to die. You know what the disciples said to him, especially Apostle Peter? Remember what Peter said? Peter said, oh, we will not let you go to Jerusalem and die. And what did Yahushua say to Apostle Peter? He says, get behind me, Satan. Yahushua rebuked him and said to him, your thinking is not the way of God's thinking. You see, when we embrace our identity in Christ Yahushua, our thinking needs to shift. Our perspective needs to change. We need to adopt the perspective of our king, Yahushua. That's how we begin to grow in our faith, even in times of experiencing our doubts. And so what do we need to pray? So when we have moments of doubt, that moment of doubt can lead to a stronger faith. Let's read the book of Ephesians 1, 18 to 19. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, 
and his incomparably great power for us to believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength. What should we pray, especially in moments of death, so that we can grow and become mature in our faith? Bible says we need to ask Yahuwah to open the eyes of our heart that we can have enlightenment. What is enlightenment in the first place? It's when we see things from a different point of view. When we say, aha, or we make a great discovery. That's enlightenment. It's like when you walk into a dark room, you flip the switch on the, the light, and all of a sudden, everything is clear. That's enlightenment. You see, when we go through darkness in our life, when there are many uncertain things in our life, we experience fear. And fear kind of leads to the experience of doubt, right? And many things in life we are uncertain about. And so many people live in doubt. And so what do we need? We need enlightenment. This is what we need to pray to, to Yahuwah, our Father, for. We need to ask for the power of his enlightenment. And so what will enlightenment bring to us? It will, be, it will allow us to see things from a different perspective. We will see now the purpose of our doubt. You see, oftentimes when we experience doubt, it's because of some kind of suffering, right? Some kind of disappointment in life, maybe an unanswered prayer, maybe an expectation that was dashed by reality. And so when we have those experiences, normally we begin to doubt. And so what do we need to do? We need to ask the Father, Father, please show me the purpose for why this is happening to me. What do you want me to learn? What do you want me to know? How do you want me to grow? When we ask those questions, Yahuwah's power is going to give us enlightenment. And this is where we get to learn our individual calling as parts of the body of our King, Yahusha. Always keep in mind, beloved brethren, once you belong to the body of Yahusha, your life is going to change because you become a new person. You see, when we're called by our King Yahushua, there is this general purpose for our life. You know what that is? We're going to inherit the glorious inheritance. This is our general calling. But we also have our individual calling in life. These are our life assignments. And our life assignments are determined by our life experiences. How do we discover our individual life experiences and life assignments when we address the doubts that we have in our mind? You see, doubts in our mind, when we look deeper, when we dig deeper, will reveal to us Yahushua's individual calling for each and every one of us. Find out what that is. Once we find out what that is, it will lead us to a stronger faith. Now, who's an example of one who experienced doubt? But that doubt led to his growth in faith. Let's read what it says in the book of Jude 1, 1, 20 to 22. Jude, a servant of Yahushua Christ and the brother of James. To those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Yahushua Christ. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith. And pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Yahushua Christ 
to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. What we read is about Jude. Jude was a servant of Yahushua Christ and a brother of James. Many believe that this Jude is the half-brother of our king, Yahushua. And being a half-brother, being a family member of the household of Yahushua, one would think this person grew up believing and having faith in Yahushua. It turns out when you read the Gospels that those who belong to the family of our king Yahushua, the people who knew him best, actually doubted him. They did not believe he was the Messiah. This was true with James. It's true also with Jude. And so when they grew up together, they saw Yahushua develop. They did not believe he was the Messiah. However, something happened that radically changed the life of James, that radically changed the life of Jude. What was that? The resurrection. When they saw the resurrected Yahushua, they began to change. They began to believe, and their life was transformed. And Jude was appointed to write about that experience. He put together the book of Jude. You know what his message is in the book of Jude? Do you know what he wants us to know so that we can properly deal with our doubts? He tells us, be merciful to those who doubt. What does that mean? It means for us to overcome our doubts. We don't have to depend on our ability. We depend on the mercy of our King, Yahushua. You see, when we go to our King, Yahushua, we don't have to be perfect. Because nobody who ever went to Yahushua was perfect. Many of those who went to Yahushua came to him with feeble faith, weak faith, filled with doubts. But Yahushua is only looking for a little bit. That's it. He's not looking for much. When he sees our attempts to believe in him and to really do our best to have faith in him, Yahushua will act on his mercy. This is why he tells us and he prays to our father, Yahuwah and Yahushua and says, be merciful to those who doubt. We can count on the mercy of our king, Yahushua. Depend on the compassion of our father so that we will grow in our faith and become mature in our trust. What must we do once we learn to overcome our doubts? Let us take the time to build up our faith. Because when we build up our faith, we become more resistant to doubt. What also must we do? We must keep ourselves in God's love. Beloved brethren, the only reason why all of this is happening to us is because of God's love. We have hope because of God's love. We have this faith because of God's love. We are here today, not because we're good, but because of the love of our Father, Yahuwah. There's something that we are expecting in the future. What is that? The day when we will see face to face our resurrected King, when we ourselves will be resurrected. Remember the disciples of our King Yahushua? They often heard Yahushua say to them, I will be put to death, but I will be risen on the third day. They said they believed. But for, some, for many, it was too good too good to be true. They have never seen anyone resurrect from the dead. 
And so when Yahushua says, I will be killed, but I will rise again. When they saw the risen Yahushua, they could not contain, they could not believe and understand the mixed emotions. Because when they saw how King Yahushua began to doubt, is that really him? But brethren, it was really him. And one day he's going to appear to us and we're going to be filled with joy and we're going to see him as he is. Brethren, this is not a fairy tale. This is the gospel. This is the good news. We need to have faith and believe. We will see the risen king. We will be with him forevermore. And so what must we do? In moments of doubt that we can remain standing strong and grow in our faith. Let's read. The final passage of our studies today <clears throat> in the book of Psalm 94, 18 to 19. I cried out, I am slipping, but your unfailing love, O Yahuwah, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. But Yahuwah is my fortress. My God is the mighty rock where I hide. Beloved brethren, there will be times in our life. When we will feel broken, when we will feel defeated, when our prayers seem to be not answered by our Father Yahuwah, when we're overtaken by illness that lingers, when we are going to face hardships and poverty, when we will lose our jobs, there are many challenges in our life, and there are times when these are happening to us, we might develop a sense of hopelessness when we say to ourselves, I give up. Beloved brethren, when we feel like giving up, what we need to do is to surrender to our Father. How can we do that? We need to cry out. We need to pour our heart to the Father and say to him, Father, I am slipping. I am falling. It means to give up on depending on self and to place our complete dependence and hope upon our Father. This is called trust. When we doubt, it's a calling for us to trust in Yahuwah, to say, I don't really understand what's going on right now. Help me to understand, but what I need now is something to hold on to. And Yahuwah says, I am that one that you can hold on to. You know why? Because God, Yahuwah Almighty, is the mighty rock where we hide. Haven't you noticed? Throughout the Holy Scriptures, Yahuwah is referred to as a rock. Yahushua is referred to as a rock. What does the rock represent? It represents stability, dependability. We can depend on Yahuwah. We can depend on Yahushua, especially in times of doubt. As human beings, we're not rocks. We're little pebbles tossed to and fro by the influences of life. But Yahuwah's a rock. Yahushua's a rock. We can depend on them. Even when we are faithless, Yahuwah remains faithful. Even when we are faithless, Yahushua remains faithful. Because Yahuwah, through Yahushua, they made a promise. And we can depend upon their compassion, their love that never fails. And so go to our father, Yahuwah. When doubts fill our mind, what will he do? He will comfort us. And by that comfort, he will give us renewed hope and cheer. And the result is we grow stronger in our faith. Bring everything 
to Yahuwah and to his son, Yahushua. And whatever we're facing in life, it will be the instrument that will bring about our growth in faith and in trust. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, Yahuwah Almighty, from heaven above, may you kindly look upon your people. We know that you are a rock. We know that you are a strong refuge, a shelter where we can find rest. We need you now because there's so many uncertainties in our life. Sometimes these uncertainties of life bring us fear, fear and doubt in our minds. Forgive us if we doubt it from time to time. Forgive us if we even stop believing from time to time. We ask you, Father, may you be merciful. We do not depend on our own ability because we know we are weak. We depend upon you and your unchanging nature. You are loving. You are compassionate. You are kind and merciful. That is what we believe. And so whenever we cry upon your name, Yahuwah, when we invoke the power of your great name, it comes with this belief when we do so. When we approach you as our rock, you will manifest your love. You will manifest your compassion. It's what we need. Father, please respond to the cries of your people. If there be any in this congregation today who has reached out to you, presenting to you their case, the problems they face in life, Yahuwah Abba, show mercy, show compassion. May you respond from heaven above and bestow upon us the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, when we are perplexed and confused by what is happening in life, we ask, may you enlighten our hearts. May we see and perceive not from our own human perspective, but from your point of view through the lens of redemption and restoration. Help us to depend on you for all things in our life. Our working Yahushua, we have faith in you. We believe in you. You died for us. You were buried, yes. But on the third day, you were risen. Many eyes have fixed upon you. We fix our eyes upon you as well. Though we never saw you physically, we have faith in you. We love you. And we know you love each and every one of us. And so have mercy upon us. Help us to overcome our unbelief. Help us to overcome our doubts. And may you cause our faith to become stronger. That we can be fully prepared to see you face to face on that day when the trumpet sounds. Father, thank you so much. May you continue to bless your people. Perform, please, your miracles in our life and bless everyone in our homes and our family that all of us may be included among those who will receive life everlasting. We believe, Father, you have listened to our prayers for we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.